0: Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization.
1: Andy, welcome back. Uh, We're going to talk about presence today. And so you've got a number of ideas on how to be present when you're in a coaching session. So give me just start off from the top. What, What are some of the important keys to being present?
0: Sure. I want to start with uh, the. We've all experienced that person who walks into the room, mm-hmm. and and they uh, kind of light up the room. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be around them. They smile. They're warm. Mm-hmm. They people gravitate to them, mm-hmm. um, and when they have a conversation with you, they make you feel like you're the only person on earth.
1: Mm. Okay. And it's a
0: great talent. And, right. and some people have that naturally, but not very many. Right, Some people develop that over time. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of the concept, if you're looking from the outside in, mm-hmm. of what presence might look like. That, mm. that, that they have the ability mm-hmm. to make you feel like you're the only person there. They're in the moment. Right. So one of the key concepts around presence is presence is not a verb it's not something you do okay presence is a state of being okay it's something you are
1: okay
0: and so that's an important thing to remember that uh there there are exercises and things you can do to make yourself more present mm-hmm. but ultimately the presence is a state of being okay and so that's an important thing to remember
1: and you mentioned that in the last podcast where you know you just put your feet on the floor, right. kind of relax, you know, feel your head pulling up so that you just feel being present in the room. You just, it's something that's happening. But don't you see that, don't you see that some new coaches, they almost feel like it's an exercise. I've got it. It's almost like lifting weights. I've got to be present. I've got to, it's an action step rather than a state of being.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's true. And the mm-hmm. problem with that is they're so busy doing the action that they're not in the moment, right? They're in their head, they're not in the room. Mm -hmm. And so uh, as they begin to transform Mm -hmm. into, this is really a state of being that I'm trying to get to. And it's hard to get there Mm -hmm. and it's hard to stay there because Mm -hmm. our minds are expansive and we think about so many things at once. And how do you slow that down to be in the moment, Mm -hmm. not what just happened in the past and right. not what's going to happen in the future, but in the moment, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Right. And, and that's what presence is. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, i learned a long time ago and I said this on the previous podcast mm-hmm. that if I wasn't fully present in a conversation, a coaching conversation, mm-hmm. I was cheating my clients. Mm-hmm. I need to be fully present. And so how do I get there? How do I learn this? Uh, I had the fortune to, uh, be in a, a series of workshops with a, a gentleman by the name of Doug Silsby. Mm-hmm. Doug Silsby wrote a book called Presence Bates Coaching mm-hmm. and uh, taught a lot of these concepts and ideas. And I was very taken
1: mm-hmm. by
0: the experience of what it was like to become more present and right. what it looked like and the effect that it had it on had on other people. Right. And as I practiced this whole thing, mm-hmm it affected my whole world. Hmm. It affected the way I worked with colleagues. It affected the way I uh, 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 governed. I'm on the city council in my city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it affected the way I uh, interacted with my family. Mm-hmm. It affected the way I connected with friends. Sure. And every aspect of, of my world, teaching, coaching, consulting, governing, we're all affected by this particular idea of being fully
1: present. And to being more present with them. So what are some of the challenges to being present then? I mean, obviously we make the decision, I'm going to be present. I want to be here. But then, you know, obviously our brain has nine bazillion thoughts going on. So
0: intellectually, we can tell ourselves to focus. Mm -hmm. And my experience is that lasts for about three seconds. Right. Right. Because... There are so many other things going on in our mind that if intellectually we say, I'm going to focus. Right. And we don't do something else, mm-hmm. that we're going to be off on a rabbit trail somewhere thinking about something else. Sure. Thinking about, did I let the dog out? You know, <laughs> uh,
1: what's I my, my next meeting? Right. What
0: time is it? You see how these thoughts can creep into our mind. Right. And what am I going to have for dinner tonight? Sure. All of these different ideas that take you out of the moment and put you either into the future or into the past. Right. And so um, this becomes kind of a big deal. So uh, Doug Silsby says in his book that there are three gateways okay. to presence. And these three gateways, I don't want to take them one at a time, but I want to tell you the three are the head, the body, the mm-hmm. body. And the heart. Okay. And so if you take these three particular ideas,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, the head, we talk, we've talked about the head, the head's, right. uh, uh, the mind is a, an amazing thing. Right. And uh, the amount of thoughts, the the ties, the connections, the random thoughts that happen in any given second right. are just mind-blowing. Right. And uh, How do you control that? How do you get there? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we can do, we can practice, is this idea, and this comes from Silsby's book, of sitting with an issue or sitting with a a thing. This is using the mind to stand back Mm -hmm. and do some self-analysis, self-observation of what's going on. Okay. Okay. You're still using your head there, Mm -hmm. right? but you're thinking, what's going on? What do I see? I'm stepping back. I'm giving myself a different perspective. Uh, with my Kansas Leadership Center work, mm-hmm. we call it getting on the balcony. Okay. We step back and take a look at the dance floor and say, what's really going on there? Mm-hmm. If I look at it from a different perspective.
1: So and, from a leadership role, you're kind of saying, okay, what's really happening in my organization? What's happening with my team, whatever. Right. Taking that, that top level view of it yep. and stepping away. And so, really, what I'm also hearing you say from a coaching perspective, if we wanted to be present, then we could almost kind of do that in the in the coaching session, right. and then ask them questions based on what do they see from a, if you were to put yourself in a higher view, if you were to look at this from a big picture, if you yeah. take Google Maps and pull away, how do you do that? Right. Okay.
0: So uh, that's that's part of the. It's a tool not only for the person coaching, right, but for the uh, the the team member you're coaching, right. Uh, that. You can use that as a tool to engage the conversation mm-hmm. and 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 help it move in a different direction, right, or you can use it yourself mm-hmm. to get a better understanding of what's going on. The key is is that you're in your head you're you're looking at different perspectives, but um, um it doesn't get you to presence, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's only one of the tools. The second part is the body, right. We talked about in the previous podcast that when you bring the the your physical presence into the picture, right, your mind slows down.
1: Hmm.
0: And we talked about a drill that allowed somebody to center themselves, right, right. Where and just they, go over that
1: again in case people sure. didn't listen to the last one. But what's the drill to help center yourself?
0: So this is uh, this is one of the drills that I use, and it's mm-hmm. a very quick drill, mm-hmm. and it's something that requires you to uh, practice because it's muscle memory that you practice into um, the the drill that I use is mm-hmm. uh, I might be in front of a class and mm-hmm. I'll ask them the question what are all the different things you're thinking about right Sure now? write those down right and everybody's scribbling things down if they're being honest with themselves right. and then I said okay drop your pencil or mm-hmm. pen mm-hmm. put both feet on the floor right feel the weight of the bottom of your feet against the floor the mm-hmm. gravity pulling. And 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 feel the the, the texture of your clothes mm-hmm. and 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 the light in the room. Feel like the top of your head is being pulled up by a string, and that you're you're beginning to elevate a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, feel the temperature of the air. Feel the warmth of the lights in the room. Mm-hmm. Think about the sounds that you're hearing. Right. And now sit down and write what you're thinking about. Mm. And what happens is they've taken this big list of things they were thinking about down to a really simple thing. Right. It allows them to be present. And this is, we call this centering. This allows uh, your body to get kind of in center so that you're both physically and mentally present. You're fully present. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's, it's a really important tool. And the more we can do this and practice this, Mm -hmm. the better we get. Right. So if I'm standing in front of a class and I'm thinking about how the Royals lost last <laughs> night, right? Right. I don't know if they lost last they did. night, but yeah, okay. <laughs> um, that it's was a, a pretty bet. good guess this <laughs> it's year. A safe bet. But, but I'm thinking about that instead of thinking about how do I connect with the people in this class and, and make it valuable to them and help them understand some things. Right. Then I'm not really doing a, a, a service to them. Right. But if I can call upon my presence, my physical and mental presence together and become centered, then I'm there in the room, I'm there in the moment, and I'm able to have that discussion with them without the noise of the royals. Right. Or all the other things. Or or anything else that might be out there. This is an important tool for conversations. Mm -hmm. It's an important tool for parenting. Mm -hmm. It's an important tool for. Uh, uh, the workplace, it's mm-hmm. an important tool for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And we all have those issues where our minds are just kind of floating around right. and we're not quite there and how do I get myself centered? Right. And one of the ways to do it is bring our body into
1: it. Okay. And then there's the third part. just the head, the body, and then there's the heart. And the heart. So okay. the
0: heart is, it's really about how we connect with
1: people. Okay. How,
0: how we're compassionate with people. Mm. Okay. When we're having a discussion, do we really care? Mm. Okay. I like you, Rory. I like being in this. Right.
1: I mean, this is a great discussion conversation with you.
0: Uh, It's not just something to do. Right. Right. I'm really enjoying this. There's a connection.
1: Right. Yeah. We enjoyed each other's time the first time we met. So, and that's
0: and that's about the heart. Right. It's that connection that Mm -hmm. matters. It's that, and and a coach Mm -hmm. can use that ability to connect the hard right to really help a uh, a team member or a client mm-hmm. or whomever they're working mm-hmm. with make progress right because when they show they care mm-hmm. that all of a sudden opens a whole world of what this person can do right where they can go what they can talk about how vulnerable they can be mm-hmm. how safe they feel how trustworthy the discussion is. Right. This is very important. And this all centers around the heart. So when we bring these three things together, the head, and mm-hmm. that's the observation and what's going on, and right. what does it look like from a different perspective? The body, and how do I get myself centered in this discussion, right? right. This is something we practice. Right. And then the heart, how do we make this connection? Mm-hmm. Then these things kind of roll together in allowing us to have a very, very effective and strong coaching relationship.
1: Right, and and it's just so uh, so important. I, you know, when you make that connection and you mentioned you talked about the power of caring. Um, I wrote a book here a few years back. I interviewed people asking them who their best boss was and why. Yeah. And I was on a plane with a guy, and I said, "Hey, who was your best boss?" We just sat down. The plane just started, and he goes, "I've got a lot of work to do. I really can't talk about my best boss." But he says. I would just give you one concept, one idea about my best boss. And he says, My best boss was more interested in promoting me than promoting himself. And but of course, that guy, you know, that his career was accelerated because he cared so much about his folks that guess what? It's reciprocal. You know, and I think the biggest mistake that people make as managers, I'm taking this off kind of a rabbit hole here, is they focus on how do I build my career. Uh, which is very short-sighted. It seems long-sighted. It seems strategic. It seems long-term, but it's very short-sighted. Right. But how do I build the career of the folks that I'm with? Because people notice that level of leadership, that successful leadership, True. when you're focusing on how do you help those folks you're with uh, get to where they want to go. Right. Right. And uh, so I know that's a little bit off the track, but it really talks about the connection. His connection right off the bat was, I'm more concerned about how do I get you promoted than getting me promoted. And how do you think his
0: people feel
1: oh, about that? His people loved him. I mean you got to just tell this right. guy I didn't yeah. I didn't wasn't able to talk maybe one or two minutes with okay. this guy. Yeah. He was very busy on the plane. But I could just tell he had tremendous respect for this person, right. tremendous admiration for him. I call it the the difference between taking a bullet or holding a bullet. Right. And you know in the military the the military gives you a bullet into the old saying, you know, are you gonna use this mm-hmm. on your lieutenant or are you gonna defend him with right. this? Right. Um and Everybody gets their bullet, but they get to choose what they're going to do with that bullet. Sure. And everybody gets to choose what they do with their time. And it ha- and do they, in fact, support a manager? And so really, you're saying when you make that connection, you're really building up you know, goodwill, all those things to right. to build the organization. Right. I think that's a very, very important key. So the head, the, the body, and the heart. The other thing I want to talk about is process versus presence, because sure. this is... I think the the big deal for me, as I study it more, and and I even catch myself doing this in coaching sessions, is thinking about, like we mentioned in the last section, uh, talking about uh, coaching. You know, we've got a, we've got the purpose, we've got the, we've got the presence, we've got listening, we've got questioning, we've got action steps. So, am I doing all of these things correctly while I'm trying to listen? So, you've got this right. process pulling you away from being present, and. And then you've also got, am I asking the question? So anyway, yeah. give me some thoughts on that. How do you deal with the process and being present?
0: So my uh, uh, observation mm-hmm. is that a lot of people, when they begin to um, act more coach-like right. in a discussion, mm-hmm. um, are s- still in their own heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're thinking about the the perfect question to ask. Right. Uh, I want the they're, great oh, They're question. thinking about where they can lead this
1: person. Right. 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 Um, notice both of those are future-oriented, right. they and they're focused on, them. and they're also focused on me. Where right. can I lead them yeah. rather so, than where I can help them go? So,
0: so when you let go of the idea that this is not about me, this is about you. Right. When you truly let go of that burden, and mm-hmm. it is a burden. Right. Then, and and just be curious about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Then your path to the state of presence increases right right because now I'm not thinking about uh, well how can I solve this person problem or oh, I've seen this problem before and I really want to tell them how to do this but I sh- <laughs> should, you see how I'm in my mind right right uh, this is really important
1: or we jump to conclusions we
0: jump to the conclusions the best coaches mm-hmm. are people that can release that mm-hmm. And give the work to the person they're talking with. Right. And that's sort of a big deal,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: How do we get out of our mind and into the room? Right. And this is what this whole idea about presence is about. Mm -hmm. Yet, oftentimes when uh, somebody I'm talking to starts on a a discussion Mm -hmm. and they say something, I get kind of excited about that something, but I don't want to interrupt their stream of thought. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really want to hang on to a question about that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm really truly present, I kinda of let that go mm-hmm. and allow them to go where they want to go. And then if I remember that question, right, then I may bring it up like, oh, you know, I uh I've noticed
1: mm-hmm.
0: while you were talking about this, this was going on. Right. What does that mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or 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 how how does that affect the way you're looking at things right. or, or whatever, you see? So right. you can bring that question in, but sometimes you just forget about it. If you're fully mm-hmm. present, you're just there. Right. And you're allowing the questions to come in the moment, in time, and but you also want to be respectful to the person answering. And so you want to give them time and not over talk them.
1: So it brings me up to this point. So being present, sometimes for me to be present, I take notes. Yeah. But you also see some people who doodle. What are your thoughts about taking notes or doodling? Because I mean doodling seems to be yeah. rude almost.
0: I think uh it's I think it's personal preference. Um mm-hmm. uh, I am more effective personally mm-hmm. if I don't have uh, a computer or a pad or 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 a pen or anything in front of me. Okay. If I just listen. Okay. I'm more productive doing that. Okay. Um but some people feel more productive if they have their hand going and, right. and doing something. And if that works for them, fine. Right Now, if you're in person with somebody and you're doing that, that might be distracting right. to the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. It might be something that they're all of a sudden beginning to go, well, what are they writing? Right. You know, you've <laughs> always seen the, right? right. The psychiatrist yeah. and the, the couch <laughs> and somebody says something and the, the psychiatrist goes, Oh yeah. uh huh," and, and they write something and the patient's going, Hmm, wonder what they're writing, you know? <laughs> right. And so so you always have to be cautious about that, mm-hmm. right? To make sure that um, you're not creating a situation that might break the trust right. of the discussion.
1: Or or even let them know. I'll, I'll give you an example of this. I actually spoke at Mattel to their creative team one time, and it was about how to present ideas to senior management, which was a great idea. But these were some of the most talented cartoon creating folks i've ever seen they were doodling all day long which drove me crazy and i didn't know that doodling is a great way to kind of silence that brain so they could be present and because we can listen at about 700 words a minute but of course we can only most people talk about 100 140 maybe 180 at high end you've got all that extra space and so doodling takes that space and then allows you to focus on what's happening there because it takes that extra capacity sure. in your brain away to do that. I always thought it was rude, but I think it's important to to let people know that empirical evidence, you know, I'm doodling yeah. here, but while I'm doodling I'm really focused. And they actually found when they studied, when they actually would ask people later, you know, by who, who was doodling, you know, who retained more? Guess what? The people who doodling retain more than people who just yeah. listened yeah. um and, and so i just think that's that's an interesting thing because i've i've always wanted to take notes but it's because i've just got to grind an idea in my head so if right. i don't repeat it through that process it doesn't do it but i think that's such an important key is for me as a coach is i want to be present but the process is am i doing it right am i asking the right question am i doing this yeah, yeah, am, right. I, am i gonna get that next aha moment am yeah. i going to have them have a breakthrough right now all of those process questions keep me from being present and i think that's that's a huge issue
0: you have to remember it's about them not about you Mm -hmm. Um, and if you remember it's about them and not about you it's their work to do right and so part of the challenge that we have and both you and i are kind of a types right the challenge we have is 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 we want to go fix their problem.
1: Right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and right now snap a finger boom you know, it's fixed. I've
0: seen it before. I'm going to fix it. We right. can short short uh rail this one and just do it. Right. Right? And um that's not what this is about. It's their work. It's their journey. Well, and and that- and, and, and when we give them that work, mm-hmm. release that work to them, mm-hmm. they can do it, and that's how right. they make progress. If we don't release that work to them, then number one, we're we're not present, right? <laughs> and number two, we're not actually helping them grow, right? We're being a vending machine for them, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? We're just spilling out the answer, that's right. right? Yeah. And I think this is another thing about coaches, and I've seen some of my clients struggle with this. When they get better at coaching and they start getting better at it and they start to see some momentum momentum happening with their team and their organization is that they forget about the process of learning. And and we also forget about that in the coaching moment that people can only go so fast or they can only – you can make a person run, but you can't make them run faster. Talk a little bit about that holding coaches back, because that's just such an important, yeah, it's such an important concept of the process. You know, Atlanta a process of its coaching moment, but the process of how people learn and how they progress.
0: Yeah, well, you know, first of all, when we come into any conversation, Mm -hmm. uh, chances are we're starting at a different place than the person we're talking to. (laughs) <laughs> always, always, right? yeah. And we're on a
1: different spot of the globe, right?
0: And um, one of the concepts we talk about um, in the leadership work that we do mm-hmm. uh, with the Kansas Leadership Center mm-hmm. is meet them where they are, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 you don't assume that they're starting in the same place you are, right? And one of the disservices a coach can do mm-hmm. to someone is try to get somebody up to speed with them really fast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it's overwhelming and it creates a, um, uh, it, it just creates a, a bad environment to, mm-hmm. for that person to actually make progress. Right. You've got to meet them where they are. Right. We do that by being intensely curious about mm-hmm. them and where they are. Right. And asking questions around to help nurture them through. Right. And um, we have to get out of the way so that, Um, they're not overwhelmed by where they have to go. Right. That they're taking it one step at a time. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Well, it's got to be their realization rather than us forcing our realizations through our life on them. Right. Because what works
0: for us may not work for them. Right. And so uh, that's something that we... uh, we spend a lot of time thinking about and and looking at and Mm -hmm. where do you start? And are you, are you meeting them where they are? Are you trying to pull them to where you are? Right. And uh, I will tell you that the latter is dangerous and the former is, is healthy.
1: (laughs) Right. So Andy, uh, one last idea or concept that you want them to walk away with in this podcast.
0: Yeah. I, I think the, the concept is the, the three prong, Mm -hmm. the three gateways of the, the, bo- the head the body and the heart mm-hmm. and and don't forget the three right they are so important to be have them all there fully present right. in a conversation and I hope that the listeners will try this mm-hmm. I hope that here's here's the hook right the right. action step I hope the listeners will begin to practice this idea of, of centering themselves and being present mm-hmm. um, over and over and over again I right. tell my classes, 10 times a day for for a week. And if you do that, you're gonna to begin to create the muscle memory to truly learn how to be present. Faster. Faster, right. right. And And to do it kind of at the snap of a finger. And then don't forget the heart. Mm-hmm. This idea of connecting is what creates that level of trust between mm-hmm. you, And the person you're working with or the people that you're working with. And that caring and that connection really does matter and allows you to make progress.
1: Very good. Well, I cannot say thank you enough for being here today. It was great to talk about the power of presence and process with you. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. My pleasure.
0: Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Levota and Rory Roland. For more information and content, visit roryroland.com.